Good morning, and welcome to the Joy in the Morning. This is Aaron Harris, pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street. We hope this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, Sunlight. Shouting suddenly shattered the quiet morning air. The missionary hurried outside to see what the cause of all the uproar was. Down the dusty lane of their street rolled a cloud of billowing dust. A neighbor's quarrel was the scene of all the noise. Two bulls were fighting. They snorted, bellowed, and charged at each other, locking horns as one struggled for the mastery over the other. Strangest of all, the owner was urging them on in the fight, whacking first one and then the other whenever it seemed that the bulls would stop fighting. The missionary was amazed. He finally asked the owner, Why don't you stop them from fighting instead of encouraging them? Well, replied the owner, I have just bought them, and I can't use them as a team to pull my ox cart until they have fought out which of the two is going to be the boss. One bull must give in to the other once and for all. Then I can use them to pull my cart. If I harness them together before they fought it out, one would go one way and one would go the other way, and I would go around in circles. As the missionary walked back to his house, these words came to his mind, Can two walk together except they be agreed? Amos 3.3 3. Perhaps in your own walk with the Lord you are struggling to go your own way. If you desire a meaningful Christian walk in this life, you must yield control to the Lord Jesus Christ and allow Him to guide and direct your steps. Listen now as Scott DeLosier sings for us this beautiful song entitled, His Strength is Perfect. can do all things through Christ who gives me strength 
But sometimes I wonder what he can do through me. No great success to show. No glories on my own. Yet in my weakness, he is there to let me know his strength is perfect when our strength is gone he'll carry us when we can't carry on raised in his power the weak become strong His strength is perfect His strength is perfect We can only the power that he holds when we truly see how deep our weakness goes his strength in us begins where ours comes to an end he hears our humble cry improves again his strength is perfect when our strength is gone he'll carry us when we can't carry
You are listening to Joy in the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at this same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30, then at 10.45 we all gather in the main auditorium for a morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook, Sunday 11 a.m. and 7 p.m., and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown and Altoona Access channels 9 and 14. You can also watch us on our YouTube channel. Just search Altoona Bible Church. There are services available on local radio stations on Sunday at 11 a.m., 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at 814-942-2131. Listen now as Ray Gauss plays for us on the saxophone this wonderful song, Jesus Gives Me a Song. great lengths to have his freedom. In Baltimore, Maryland, Joseph Holmes was serving a 20-year sentence for burglary that began in 1941. Through the first part of 1949, Holmes was worried about going stir-crazy. He was in his eighth year of his sentence, and the time to be served preyed more and more on his mind. On July 8th, he had made up his mind to dig himself out and started to work on his clandestine project. He made a drill by inserting a nail in the end of a stick and began boring holes closed together in the slate floor of his cell. The holes were spaced in a rectangular pattern 28 inches long and 17 inches wide. It took Holmes 40 days to cut through the slate and form a trap door. Then he tackled the 10 inches of concrete beneath it. 
He used a chisel stolen from the prison workshop, wrapping it in a cloth to deaden the sound of the pounding. He could work only while the radio was blaring over the prison broadcast system during the early evening. It took five to six months to pound through the concrete, pulverizing each chunk so that he could flush it down the toilet. During this period, his cell was checked every half hour by a guard. Once through the concrete, he tackled the dirt beneath his first floor cell. He dug straight down for about six feet and then began angling slightly toward the outside wall. For digging tools, he used any scrap of iron or metal he could find. He sewed clothing into bags to carry the dirt back to his cell and dump it in the, down the toilet. Holmes dug to a depth of 26 feet until he ran into trouble with water seepage. To solve this, he scooped out a large underground drain and belled the water. Some nights he carried more than 100 gallons. Twenty months after he started the project, he came up under the topsoil outside the prison wall and squinted through the fine matting of grass to see the light. He squirmed back the entire 70 feet to his cell and waited for the right time to escape. It came about 1 a.m. one Sunday morning. Holmes took $125 he had made running a numbers game in the prison and slipped into the tunnel. It took him 45 minutes to wriggle the length of the tunnel. Then he broke the final layer of topsoil and pulled himself into the fresh air. He easily scaled a seven-foot iron fence, the last obstacle between himself and his brief freedom, before being recaptured after pulling a small-time holdup a few blocks away. Prisoners may be able to use their ingenuity and work hard physically to escape from man-made prisons, but there may be no escape ever made from hell. Once there, always there. Hell is secure and no one will ever escape. But by the same token, heaven is secure and those who have trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ are already just as secure as if they were already there. Nothing that happens in this life can change this fact. We are safe in the arms of our Savior. Listen to the words of this song as Lucinda Richardson sings, I am alone, yet not alone.
Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion of our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is, What is this grace message? And what we find out through the Apostle Paul is the grace message. We understand the dispensation of grace through the Apostle Paul. He is the source. We learn about the body of Christ, truth, through the Apostle Paul. God raised the Apostle Paul up, and the Lord Jesus Christ, the risen Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, revealed information to the Apostle Paul, and the information that is being revealed to the Apostle Paul is through Romans, through Philemon, and it's the body of Christ, truth. And what we find out through the Apostle Paul is that the body of Christ was not known in times past. Listen as I read Ephesians 3 verse 5, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men as it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the spirits. What we find out is that Gentiles and Jews today, they are, yes, are on the same level. There's no more differences. We all fall short of the glory of God. We all have been given the ministry of reconciliation upon belief in what the Lord Jesus Christ did for you and I on the cross. That through his death, his burial, and his resurrection, we can have forgiveness of sins and eternal life. And upon that, you are now an ambassador for Christ, and you have the message of reconciliation that you can go to anybody, anywhere, and you can tell them about the Lord Jesus Christ and his love for them and that the Lord Jesus Christ died on the cross for their sins and that through his death, his burial, and his resurrection, they can have forgiveness of sins and eternal life. 
you have that message of reconciliation and so do I. So the challenge is right now is for you and I to be the ambassadors for Christ and to walk in newness of life and to be that channel of blessing. You see, today, as Paul reveals to you and I through his letters, is that no longer is the nation of Israel in higher privilege. No longer are they the channel of blessing. You and I are. The body of Christ are the channel of blessing. The ambassadors for Christ. And what we find out through the Apostle Paul is that we are fellow heirs. It's no differences anymore. Ephesians 3, 6 says that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. And what is that promise? It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's sins forgiven, eternal life, a heavenly home, reward, a new body, and so much more. What Paul is talking about here is that this is the church, the body of Christ. It is a mystery. It was kept secret, but is now revealed. It's not revealed by Peter. It's not revealed by John, but only by the Apostle Paul. What we see through the Apostle Paul is the mystery. We see through his letters, the church, the body of Christ. We see that it's a one new man. And we see that it's totally different from the nation of Israel. Ephesians 1, 9-11 tells us that God's twofold purpose is through the Lord Jesus Christ. And yes, nation of Israel has its purpose. They have a earthly home. But the body of Christ has a heavenly home. Listen as I read this verse of scripture to you in Ephesians 1, 9-11. Paul says to the Ephesus church and to the body of Christ, Having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ. Now listen, both which are in where? Heaven in which are on earth, even in him, in whom also we, the body of Christ, have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will. We find out through Paul that God has a twofold purpose through the Lord Jesus Christ, and that he has an earthly home, and there's a heavenly home. The earthly is to the nation of Israel. Prophecy. The heavenly is to the body of Christ. The mystery. And we learn about mystery, heavenly things, through the Apostle Paul. The body of Christ has a new hope, a unique hope. It's a different hope. It's a heavenly calling and purpose. This hope, this inheritance for the body is different than Israel. It's a heavenly calling. That's why in Philippians 3, 20-21, Paul says our conversation, our homeland, it's where we call home. We have a heavenly home. We are seated in heavenly places. Ephesians 2 tells us that as well. But what we find out is through the Apostle Paul is the grace message. And he's the minister. He's the dispenser of the grace message. Ephesians 3, 7 tells us, Whereof 
I was made a minister according to the gift of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Again, Paul is establishing that he is the dispenser of the grace message. But look who he gives credit to. He gives credit to God for it all. He gives credit to God for everything that he has. Look, he says, I was made a minister according to the gift of of the grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Not Paul's power, but God's power. It's God's mighty power that changed a wretched man into a worthy man. Again, where sin abounded, grace did much more. And elsewhere, we find out that Paul is the minister of this grace message. He clarifies in Romans eleven thirteen. He says, I magnify my office. I He is the apostle of the Gentiles. But as we continue to read here in Ephesians 3, 8, he says, unto me, the apostle Paul, unto me, who am less than the least of all saints, is this grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. If you want to know a little bit about the apostle Paul, look at this verse. He says, I'm a humble man. He, he's, a, he's a very humble man. Uh, he, he was the least of all saints, he declares himself to be. He was a humble man, and that's something that we all should learn from. He calls himself the least of all saints. He acknowledges in his letters that he doesn't deserve this grace that was given to him. He doesn't deserve it at all, he says. He's the least of all saints. But it's this man that God raised up, a man who, who he declares it, he, he rightfully doesn't deserve it, but by God's grace alone saved him on that Damascus road. And it's this man that God raised up, it's this man alone that was given grace to preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ. Now again, I want to stop here and talk about this unsearchable riches of Christ. The unsearchable riches of Christ that Paul proclaims is new truth. He says that it's been given to him by the Lord Jesus Christ. It was revealed to him. It was kept secret and God is revealing it now through the Apostle Paul. And Paul's proclaiming it to you and I today through his letters, Romans through Philemon. What Paul is proclaiming and what we've been talking about and what I've been sharing is he's proclaiming body of Christ truth, the mystery. That's the unsearchable riches of Christ. Listen, it was not God's desire or will to make known this special truth concerning the hope and calling, position and possessions of members of the body of Christ from the time he talked with Adam and Eden until after the 12 apostles had completed their ministry in the first half of the book of Acts. Then it was time for God to disclose his secret. This his son did, the ascended glorified Lord Jesus Christ, telling Paul all about it. Christ caught Paul away to paradise and revealed to him many truths that no one on earth had ever heard. The unsearchable riches of Christ has to do with the truth of the mystery. Body of Christ truth with both Jew and Gentile in one body, a new body, a unique body. It's a new creature created for all eternity for heavenly places. And it's something that we're going to continue to study and to read in God's word as we continue this message. What is this grace message in the coming weeks?
You have been listening to Joy in the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust you have received a spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Aaron Harris wishing you God's best for now and for eternity.